everyone, and happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in for another edition of Broncos Now. I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and as always, I'm coming to you from inside the UC Health Training Center following day nine of training camp practice. Coming off an electric padded practice yesterday, head coach Nathaniel Hackett had a jog-through pace practice today to allow all the players to recover. So coming up on today's episode, we'll hear the latest from inside linebacker Josie Jewell and guard Quinn Miners. Plus, we'll have analysis from Broncos lead writer Eric Delala, an injury update, and more. Another great day of mental reps on this Friday with another jog-through type slower tempo practice. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett says he gives the players a ton of credit because these types of practices are new to them. Mentally, I mean, this was, this was unbelievable. Another good day. I give so much credit to those guys because it's new for them. Um, but, I mean, it's when you see the players start correcting or self-correcting or communicating and wanting another play that that's what you're aiming for as a coach so we got a lot out of today with just five practices left in training camp a lot of the players are getting really used to this routine of having these really competitive full padded practice days followed by these jog through type practices and inside linebacker Josie Jewell said he's really enjoying the pace of it I think it's good so far um Honestly, whatever coach tells us to do, we'll do. But uh, right now, body feels great. I um, feel like we're getting some good work in. The defense has had a pretty great camp so far. Josie Jewell went on to say that as a whole, the defense is still working on tweaking the small things, You know, working to understand the small ins and outs of this defense. But going up against Russell Wilson every day certainly helps. I think that's bringing everybody's level of intensity up. Um, and intelligence of the game too, whether it be the offensive guys, the defensive guys, understanding the cadence that he brings with him um, and how much you know you need to have some patience with that, especially D linemen on third and five or less, um, and even first down, honestly. But just to be able to have that cadence and to have that poise in the back there um, and just to be able to give us a good look every single day. So definitely helping the offense and helping the defense just to be able to get a great look every single one. Guard Quinn Miners also spoke with the media following practice today and told us that he's lost about 10 pounds this offseason and is feeling faster than ever. I feel like my, my first and second step off the ball has um, increased. Like my speed has increased a ton. Um, I feel like the angles that I'm, that I'm able to create um, – Especially when I have a base 3-4 and I got a single through to the backside backer, I feel like I can just sprint and go straight ahead and I'll, I'll beat that linebacker nine times out of ten. And even if he gets over the top, I'm going to latch on and run you, run you out. So certain blocks like that, I can really feel, feel the speed. And especially um, when uh, Calvin and I on the right side are, are working doubles, I, I, we, I just feel a lot faster. Today's slower tempo practice sets the team up for a more intense and longer padded practice tomorrow. And this is what head coach Nathaniel Hackett hopes to see from the players before their day off on Sunday. Gosh, I want another day like uh, yesterday. I mean, I thought there was a lot of good stuff. There was explosive plays. Uh, you know, the defense was making good plays. Uh, there was good runs. There was defense, you know, getting some tackles for losses. Josie had a great tackle. I mean, just, just that reaction fast, feeling fresh, feeling that pop full speed. I think that's what you're always hunting for when you get pads, and that's why we do this. We want to be sure that we get every single thing we can out of these pad practice because they're just they're far, they're just so few. Now joining me here, per usual, in the podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, another week of Broncos now in the books. I know. We're done with another week of training camp. It's crazy. I know. There's only five training camp practices left. I can't even believe that we're already past that halfway point. Yeah, they've got some good work in, Sid. I think that 
over the last couple of weeks, you've seen the offense really take a step forward. I think you've seen the defense do some good things. You've seen some standout players in Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Pat Sertan, some rookies step up in Damari Mathis. Uh, who else? Montreal, Washington. I mean, I think you've seen some really good things over these first couple of weeks of camp. And with the exception of that Tim Patrick injury, which you know still hurts to think about, I think the Broncos couldn't have really asked for much more. Yeah, and today we had another slower tempo jog through a day out there for day nine of camp. You know, a good physical break for the players, you know, coming off an intense practice yesterday and then preparing them for another pretty intense padded practice that will come tomorrow. Yeah, and on Saturday, Nathaniel Hackett just wants to see the same thing that he saw on Thursday. He liked the work the Broncos got in, a lot of big plays, a lot of, uh, you know, good reps for this team. It was physical, had good intensity. Those are the sort of things you want to see as a coach. If you're going to kind of reward these players with these off days, or not off days, but kind of these mental focus days, if you're going to reward them with that, you want to see them go hard then in those other days. And I think you were talking to Ronald Darby, Sydney, and he said, I've never had yeah. never had a cat. Well, <laughs> Coach Hackett, a cat. Right. Never had a cat that uh, takes care of my body the way that Coach Hackett does. That's really good to hear, and I think – he said, you want to play that much harder. You want to give 110%. That's something that must make Nathaniel Hackett and this team feel really good. Yeah, we've heard from several players over the past week or so, um, and most of them say that they really do like these mental breaks and these jog-through type days. But then you get a couple of guys who really like the padded physical practices. I know Quinn Miners likes to put the pads on and get out there, and we heard from him following practice today. I know you asked him today, Eric, if he plans on you know pushing guys at the end of plays and really making those big plays down the field like we saw from him last season. You know, Is he still able to do that in this new scheme? Like, what can fans expect? Can they expect the same Quinn Miners that they loved last year? I think so. I mean, he was a fan favorite because of those plays, right, where you think of against the Cowboys, he's pushing Javante Williams down the field. You think about against or in Kansas City, Mike Boone's got a long run, and there's Quinn Miners to help him get another 5 to 10 yards. He's the type of guy I think that's a fan favorite because he makes those big plays, and he's not afraid to kind of – have that extra effort and the long hair, I think helps, you know, it makes it look more fun. Um, I think this zone blocking scheme might actually help him do that more because what's going to happen is he's going to fire off the ball. He's going to be running in space. And if he gets ahead of steam going toward a linebacker or a safety, or even, you know, if he's working somewhere else and the run goes the opposite direction and he ends up back at that pile, he's going to have all that momentum to kind of push those guys forward. He's got to be a little bit careful because technically you're not allowed to do that. You can't just, grab a guy and pull him forward or push a pile. So he's got to be careful about that. But I think uh, he said he's still going to be the same guy. That's part of his game. It's what makes him who he is. And right now it looks like he's got a pretty firm grasp on that right guard position. Um, I'd be surprised at this point after the last week of camp, if he's not kind of one of those starting five guys. You mentioned Javante Williams. You know, we really haven't talked about the running backs much this camp or even on this show, really. What have you seen from Javante and Melvin Gordon over the past week and what do you expect to see from that duo this season yeah I think it's hard to tell too much of what's going to happen yet because the pads have just really come on Uh, the other day we saw some really good runs some run fits where Javante and Melvin were able to get up to six seven eight yards without even being touched and I think that's in training camp what you're looking for where do these running backs first see contact because we know Javante he's going to fall forward he's going to get an extra five yards after he's touched. So if you're able to clear a run where he's not getting touched till five or six yards, that's a really good sign for this offense. I do think they're going to run the ball a lot more than people might expect, you know, 30 to 35 carries. I think we've talked a little bit about this, but um, 
this team is going to be more balanced than people expect. They are going to throw the football. They are going to go out there and take shots down the field, but they also need to kind of play that clock game. And because when you're playing the chiefs or the chargers, you don't want to give them the ball back, you know, every three minutes. So uh, I do think they're going to rely on that run game. I think it's going to be pretty evenly split between Javante and Melvin based on what we've seen in training camp. Keep both those guys fresh. Now, if one of them gets going and you have kind of the hot hand, that's one thing, but I do think Javante will be the starter based on what I've seen. I think he'll get a few more carries. I don't think it's going to be 203 to 203 like it was last year, but this is not going to be a Javante gets 80 carry, 80% of the carries and Melvin gets 20. It's going to be a lot closer than that, I think. Well, Coach Hackett gave an update on Randy Gregory and Billy Turner following practice today, said that they're both on the right track and they're aiming to have them back for week one. What would it mean to have both of these guys back, key guys back, really, for the start of the season? Yeah, I mean, it's everything. Obviously, um, Seattle is not the toughest game on the Broncos schedule, but it's one that because of where it falls, you have to win it because of what the Russell Wilson's return means, because of how the schedule is at the end of the year, how tough that is. You need this win. You need to beat Houston in week three. You need to beat San Francisco or Indianapolis um, in those home games, maybe both of them with the Raiders kind of sandwiched in between. So it's important for the Broncos to get off to a hot start. And a lot of that is going to have to do with can Randy Gregory be available and help out Bradley Chubb because Bradley Chubb is a big part of this. He might be kind of the most indispensable player on the Broncos defense right now because of the uncertainty with Randy Gregory, because you don't know about the guys behind him. Um, So having Randy Gregory there to help Bradley Chubb out is going to be super important. You turn to Billy Turner and you say, okay, this offensive line has some question marks. Can Billy Turner play right tackle? Can Billy Turner play left guard, right guard, move Quinn Miners? I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of moving pieces at the last second for this offensive line. But unfortunately, Cindy, with both these guys, I think you come to the big question of will they be ready? Because it's not as easy as you just step in and all of a sudden you're ready for week one. These guys can't just start practicing like the Wednesday of that week and expect to be ready to go. I think about when I'm trying to determine a timeline here, when someone goes to IR, right? And then they come back, you typically see them work back in a week of practice. And then after that, well, actually they're doing stuff on the side for longer than that. But once they kind of get to that point, they, they do a week of practice. They don't play that week. Then the next week they really ramp up and that's when you can expect them to get into a game. So I've really got my eye set on that last week of August as a target for both of those guys to kind of work them, start working themselves back in because if it's not, then I think it's going to be pretty rushed to get them available for week one. And again, we know how important that is, but you do also have to think about their long-term health. So kind of a winding answer there, but kind of boiling it down, their presence is critical especially in games that you need to win early. But we're getting to the point where it's starting to be crunch time. And while they're on track, if we don't see them here in the next few weeks, I think it's going to be a a question of if they're going to be ready to go. You have to think about, like, it's going to take them a couple weeks to really learn this offense and this defense because, you know, obviously they haven't practiced at all with this team yet. So I think you're spot on on the timeline there. Yeah, I, I do think one thing worth mentioning is that Billy Turner's played in this scheme in Green Bay for the last few years. So he could be ready to go a little bit earlier. He knows this system. I think it's just getting into shape. And then Randy Gregory with a pass rusher, you can do things that you can't with another type of player. He could just play third downs that first week or the second week, come in and just rush the passer. Doesn't have to worry about first or second down. So they have some options, um, but you're right. It's something worth watching. And right now it's one of the bigger storylines left in training camp. 
a lot to figure out within the next five days of practice here. Eric, appreciate your time and your insight always. And I'll see you right back here on Monday. You got it, Sydney. We also caught up with cornerback Ronald Darby following practice today and asked him how this year's camp has been for him so far and what he's looking to perfect over the next couple weeks. Highs, lows, mistakes, good things, you know, just working through a lot of stuff, knocking the rust off. I just feel like, not saying I didn't back then, I just have a different mindset with a lot of things. Like by getting up early, I wake up at six every morning, I do extra things in the morning. I come out before practice and do extra things. Like I just want to, you know, take my game to the next level. And Coach Hackett also chimed in. Yeah, I'm glad we, I mean, we didn't go against him at all in OTAs and now he's out there. I want to say I'm re we're really glad to have him. It's pain going after him uh, every day, but both those corners are doing a great job. Um, you know, he's a real smart, he's a veteran. He's a guy that, uh, you know, another guy that doesn't panic, that plays his technique and uh, challenges the guys. So uh, very excited for him. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury update. Caden Stearns was not at practice again today as Coach Hackett predicted yesterday. They are hoping to have him back for tomorrow's padded practice. DJ Jones, Kendall Hinton, Kwan Williams, and Tyree Cleveland were all not at practice again today. Coach Hackett updated us on Kwan following practice and said they plan on working him back in the right way. For now, he's going to continue to rehab, and they're hoping he'll be back sooner rather than later. Tom Compton was added to the PUP list last night. He joins Billy Turner and Randy Gregory on that list. Like Eric and I discussed earlier on in the show, Coach Hackett said Billy and Randy are both on the right track and they're aiming to have them back for week one of the regular season. Well, looks like that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in every single day this week for Broncos Now. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and I look forward to seeing you all right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network in YouTube on Monday for another episode. I will see you all then.